This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. He's not moving and he has a knee on his neck and his hands in his fucking pocket. So that doesn't, it already doesn't make sense. So obviously this guy, Derek Chauvin is not trying to go to jail for life, Yeah, but the evidence is so damning. And I was surprised that they even had anything to say at this point because it was so blatantly obvious that he killed this guy. Yeah. And I'm not saying this from, this is not from like a racial standpoint, right? Yeah. I'm saying as this from a civilian to see. A- In five, four, three, two, one. Hello, everybody. Welcome to an episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. If you guys already know, my little genius brain farts. <laughs> hey, that's a good name. Yeah, for the brain brains. farts. Yeah, the brain yeah. farts. Hey, you guys are called brain farts from now on. I love it. My fucking brain farts out there, man. Oh, dude, I've been I've been looking for something to call you guys, man. <laughs> the brain, brain farts. farts. Cheers. Subscribe. Yeah. Well, welcome to the podcast. This is where we talk about anything and everything, and everything fucking goes because we're in a world where everybody has to be censored, and I refuse. I fucking refuse. Yeah, just let us be toxic males. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn. Yes, come on. Preach, huh? Yeah, leave us alone. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you this fucking crazy thing that happened. I actually forgot to mention this in a previous podcast, but it only it only jogged my memory because you were talking about that freeway story, which you could right, tell after. Okay. But, um, so when I came right back from Hawaii, yeah. uh, I usually bike around South Pasadena, right? Yeah. And you know, you know when things happen in a day that kind of give you a bad feeling that things are just going to progressively get shittier and shittier. <laughs> so I woke up and it just kind of felt like an off day. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get rid of my jitters by going on a, a bike ride. I, was yeah. like, oh, I forgot I took off my, my bike mount. So I went to go install my bike mount and I call it Khalif. I'm like, hey, Khalif, you want to go ride today? He goes, I'm down. Cool. And I already feel like today's an off day. And uh, I show up like, 40 minutes late and Khalif's like what happened so apparently so when I was putting on the bike mount I was putting it on for like 30 minutes I put it on backwards <laughs> <laughs> so I was like fuck whatever so I take it off and redo it again re- re- reattach the bike mount so we, we get to biking right and there's a certain part in South Pasadena um, we, we kind of go through this trail called the, the Arroyo Seco Trail it's yeah. a bike path and then there's this sharp steep hill that goes into Old Town Pasadena well, as we're walking, uh, we decided to walk our bike up because the steep, uh, the hill was too steep. We see this guy under an underpass uh, or the bridge that the, the the hill is under, and he has an ankle monitor on, okay. and he's going looking into a car. And I'm like, <laughs> is this his car or is this not his car? And we're walking by him, and I don't know if it's his car or not, Yeah, right? But it's under this bridge, and he's like going through it and stuff. And there's a, a, a car boot the the bar that you put on the steering with the boot steering oh yeah wheel, yeah the steering wheel boot and so me and Khalif were like yo this guy has an ankle monitor on I don't think we're gonna say anything it might be his car I don't fucking know yeah. so we just started going up and then as we're going up we are now on the bridge that that's above a freeway and there's fucking crazy traffic well we look over and there's a few other people that are looking to see what's going on um there's a huge car accident like right. on the freeway and we're kind of looking at it and we don't know what's going on because we see that the bumper is kind of ripped off. Yeah. And then I get my phone to not take a picture, but to zoom in to see what's going on. Yeah. And then I just see this motion of somebody going up and down, up and down, up and down. Oh, shit. And we couldn't figure out what was going on. I'm like, what is that white thing that keeps elevating up and down, up and down? Well, they were giving this guy CPR mm-hmm. straight up. And I have never seen CPR in person. Yeah. It's pretty aggressive. Oh, yeah. That's I remember being told like just fucking break the sternum if you have to you have to push the heart like fucking yeah it's against. nuts and so yeah. they were giving this guy CPR for about fifteen minutes yeah Holy nonstop shit. and they had to switch people constantly because they were trying to revive this guy 
And as they're giving him CPR, his stomach is ballooning up and down, up and down. That's when I got the visual of this is actually pretty aggressive on yeah. how CPR is. This is this accident was nuts. And then me and Khalifa are looking down and we look at the car right behind this accident and it's a hearse. And we go, dude, how how weird is it that this person might be dead and there's a hearse? Yeah. And so we're observing it and then we go, wait, hold on a second. So <laughs> there's a hearse in the front because it was a funeral line. And so there's like 30 cars backed up because they're there for a fucking funeral. There's a dead body in that hearse. Oh, my God. And But they're stuck right in front of this accident of this person getting CPR trying to get back to life. Holy and I'm like, yo, who, who the fuck was the other car that got into this accident? And so we keep looking and we're observing and then we're like, okay, the show's over. This is kind of crazy. And so we started walking away. And we look back. We realized that the part of the car that we thought was the front bumper wasn't the front bumper. It was a motorcycle. Oh, no. So it was a guy that got cracked by a car in his motorcycle and that was the dude he was on a harley yeah and that was a dude that was getting resuscitated oh my god because he got hit by the fucking car and so there was this line of just 20 cars behind this hearse we're like this is such a weird day today and as we're walking i shit you fucking not there's a there's like a 70 year old man on a road bike dressed up from head to toe and like the sleet he looks like a seal like he looks slick yeah okay. you know? <laughs> And then a, a truck almost hits him. So this old guy gets pissed, comes up to him and starts banging on his truck. Like, what the fuck? And he starts punching his truck. And so the, the truck goes on the freeway. The guy on the bike follows him on the freeway on his bicycle. On oh, his my God. Fucking bicycle. Like, how fast are you going to go, bro? 25 exactly. miles per hour? So he goes, he follows the dude on the freeway and starts socking his truck. I'm like, what the fuck is going on today? This is a bad dude, This day. is a weird Simpsons episode. Dude. It is. It's a weird yeah. day. <laughs> what the fuck? And so I, this is the whole day I was cautious. Like, like none so- of this shit like connect, but it's like, what? What is going, going on? on? I've never seen somebody so pissed off that he would chase a car on a bicycle, dude. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck, man? It was I, a okay. weird day. I mean, I had a weird day too yesterday. Well... <laughs> I was on a date, went to the beach, and um, we went to go eat Korean barbecue afterwards. And um, she was like, hey, let's go back to my place. And we walked there anyway. So we were walking back um, towards our apartment in K-Town. And we're right in front of her place. And she has her arm linked around mine. Mm -hmm. And then I just hear it like that across on the other side of the street. And we look. And we just see, oh, and this kid is crying and walking on the road now, right down the street. And this other kid, he's on a bike, like was just yelling at him in Spanish, just cursing him out, you know. And I'm like, what the fuck? Did you see that? And she's like, yeah, okay. And then I just kind of walk a little faster to catch up. And then she pushed me and she goes, go do something. What? Wait, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, all right. So I fucking went and I went straight to the kid and it was a girl. It was this chubby Latina girl. She was like five foot nothing. Mm-hmm. Right. And she's crying. And I said, hey, are you okay? Are you all right? And she's like, mm, I didn't know what to say. And I looked at that guy and he's just in a te- teenager too right and he's on a bike and i look at her and i said did he hit you and she said yes yes he hit me and i was like who is he do you know him she goes he's my boyfriend i'm pregnant and he just hit me oh and i looked at that kid i looked at him and he put his earphones on and just fucking rode off just pew yeah like what the fuck and then finally the girl came and was just like are you all right you need to walk what if she got hit and then you look at her you go well what did you say to him (laughs) (laughs) oh shit dude i'm just kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding kidding. it's not time for jokes no she's she says she's a student she looked like she was 16 dude she looked like a teenager the other kid was a teenager fucking what the hell is going on man fucking ruined my night and and what's with your date like why did you have to be the hero she said go go do something what what, what, what am i supposed let me tell you something if he hit a girl he doesn't care about hitting me yeah no that's another thing i was wearing flip-flops still barefoot like 
from the beach. Oh my god! And I was like, okay, I'm not gonna fucking chase this kid on a bike. Yeah. One and the other one, I don't know if he has a weapon. Yeah. And I don't know what he's associated with or whatever, but he was scared enough to ride off. It's like he just went. I'm not gonna be like, man, he's lucky. I would have fucked him up. Yeah. Like, I don't know what the fuck would have happened. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> just hey, don't do that. Yeah. No, literally at. The only thing was say, hey. Yeah. And thank God he ran away because yeah. that was enough. But <laughs> like, yeah. like, what are you going to say? What, what's going to happen? I had no idea. Dude. That's the weird thing, too. Sometimes, like, with when, when, like, girls have a certain perception of what a man should do. But if you mm. want to put it this in a real life context, <laughs> what the fuck were you supposed to do? Right? I mean, yeah. if, let's say you walked up and you go, hey, why the fuck did you do that? And he looks at you and he goes, I'll fuck you up, too. And I'm like, all right all right well uh well i don't want to look like a bitch in front of this girl right <laughs> well we gotta see and then yeah. i would pick up the girl and use her as a shield <laughs> like what are you supposed to do not only that does this girl want me to fuck up her boyfriend yeah no she's just was like leave me alone just, i'm fine i'm uh, that's like that's, that's the like, don't, don't call the cops all why right. don't you just start beating his ass and then she goes i love him and then she starts socking you in the back of the yeah, head like who knows all of that shit yeah that fucking guy just Look, he's a coward is all I could think, but goddamn, like, fucking sad. For this That's such a weird... Year. Now you make me feel bad, because earlier today, I was just telling Mariel this. So, <laughs> God damn it. So, I this is my saving grace, though, before people fucking start judging me. Yeah. So, very nice neighborhood here, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, the neighborhood that I live in right now, a majority of the people here are actually a lot older. Yeah. So, they've owned these uh, houses for a very long time, but now they've appreciated in value. They're worth a lot of money. Yeah. But a lot of the people who live here are actually very old, which is why I like this neighborhood. Mm. It's super quiet. We're the loudest ones, and we're not even loud, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I go outside, I have my, my earbuds on, right? And I'm about to go work out, do some, do some boxing stuff. And I don't, I only piece this together after the fact. So I kind of heard a thud somewhere, <laughs> okay. right? But I wasn't paying attention. I was like in the, in the garage going back and forth, back and forth. And I look over and I see this old lady sitting on the concrete on the floor. And I just, all uh -huh. I could think was, why would you sit on the floor like that? <laughs> <laughs> and so I just continue just shadow, shadow boxing in front of them. <laughs> No, but and, and then as I'm shadow boxing, I'm doing my thing right, and I stop and I look over. I'm like, "Did she fall over?" Yeah. I was like, "No," because I didn't hear her scream or anything. Like, yeah. "Oh my god!" But I had my earbuds on, so I wouldn't know. Yeah. So I just kind of kept ignoring it. I started shadow boxing, and then I look over again, and then you see her husband, who's a, a, another older gentleman. Look, he's kind of leaning over, and he's talking to her but i'm not hearing anything i'm listening to some dmx so all i have in my head x gonna give it to you and you just hear you just see her husband kind of tending to her or kind of having a conversation with her as she's sitting on the floor then i was like maybe she is hurt but what would i do because it's rona they're older am yeah. i gonna come up to them and be like hey are you okay or would they be offended that a young person is asking if they're okay just because they're old <laughs> so this whole time because if you're old you don't want some young pug like asking you what the fuck is up yeah it's like hey are you okay i'm just fucking sitting asshole yeah. so i started going through this whole moral dilemma in my head yeah of are they hurt do i think that they're hurt just because they're old and i'm thinking about this the whole time and it was like the weed situation because by the time i was thinking oh, yeah. about this i looked over and they were gone but as i begin to think i think she did fall over Oh man. And then her jackass neighbor who just moved in is listening to DMX just shadow boxing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just and she just fell over and I did nothing. And now I feel like shit. Hey. Now I'm embarrassed. I can't go out there anymore. Hey, they know what it is, man. It's like <laughs> I had headphones on. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know. But now I, I I'm 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 hundred percent sure she fell over and she hurt herself. You think he was like, did that guy help you at all? Yeah. <laughs> I work fear. Yeah. That's that's what I'm thinking. Did I'm, he do this to you? Yeah. <laughs> Did he punch you? And then, and then I'm over and here. Just come give it to you. <laughs> That's my fear. That's my fear that he thinks that I watched his wife fall down. And I didn't do anything. I just straight up wiped her out, dude. Yeah. And so I'm sitting, standing there, you know, and I'm in the garage as I'm shadow boxing. My punches get slower and slower because I'm starting to come to the realization yeah. that she probably did fall down. And I just sat. Oh man, I'm a piece <laughs> of shit. shit. <laughs> Now I'm hell embarrassed. 
And if she if she God. walks out tomorrow and she's in crutches, I'm gonna feel terrible. Oh shit! And I'm gonna be like, "Hey, what happened, neighbor?" She goes, "You fucking know." <laughs> you saw you saw from the slit of your eyes. I know. I, saw <laughs> I know you look sideways. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, "You saw me," and I'll be like, "Just because my eyes are small." <laughs> I was like, "I didn't see anything." When you're wide vision. Let me tell you something. I'm going to immediately pretend like I'm deaf. <laughs> but I have earbuds in my ear. Uh, yesterday, Korea? Yeah. You know, nobody pawned in Korea. Yeah, nobody ever pawned in a Korea. Yeah. You never help old people in yeah, Korea. This is, this is very new. <laughs> yeah, but today's topic, <laughs> we're going to talk about something that everybody, I don't know, I, I haven't really touched on this subject because obviously last year with the, with the onslaught of the whole, you know, the Black Lives Ladder, uh, Ladder, Black Lives Matter movement, mm-hmm. which I'm very pro for, and everything else like that. And this year has been kind of, for me, anyways. Uh, I've made it a point to kind of care about like my mental health and my sanity, right? Not to say that when a lot of social injustice happens, that I'm not going to be involved in it. Clearly, I'm not. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not in that case. I am always involved. I'm always trying to think about the stuff, but I have been trying to take a mental break from a lot of stuff that I've been involved in. Yeah, but. Having said that, it's been hard lately because everything is going down. Everything. Everything. There's just more shootings than ever. More shootings. More. Put the mic a little closer to your face. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. More shootings. More. More issues. Uh, but today specifically, uh, Derek Chauvin, the murderer of George Floyd, is has been convicted. Um, seventy five years. <laughs> Dude. The, I think number three trending was praise the Lord. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. It was like, thank God, praise the Lord, praise Jesus, all this stuff. It I got a bunch like, of texts from people just saying, yeah. just giving us like hallelujah, the, hallelujah and, like it's, yeah. it's happening. Which, it, you know, this court case was so interesting just because I was following it very loosely, but I was going back and forth reading what the prosecution and the this podcast is brought to you by Babel, my friends are you learning a second language right now if not what are you doing or as they say in espanol porque my friends porque i speak spanish now thanks to Babel, and if you're not on it you're a freaking loser don't be a loser get on Babel. but seriously if you're trying to learn a second language and you want to learn in a way that is easy and fun you have to try Babbel. Babbel designs their courses with practical, real-world conversations in mind and things you'll get used to in everyday life. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. That is a huge difference. Plus, Babbel speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent because if you don't say it right, do you want to get made fun of when you travel to that country and you're like, Esquerdas. Esquerdas, my friends. What's an, what's an Esquerdas, huh? Well, check it out. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to Babbel.com and use promo code GB. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com code GB for an extra three months free. That's Babbel language for life. Yeah. The defense is going through, yeah. right? And it was the prosecution came to kill. Like they came fucking ready. Yeah. And the defense, and this is so weird in these court cases because I wouldn't know what it's like to be in that jury specifically because everybody that they bring as a key witness or or somebody for the defense or the prosecution is an expert. And mm-hmm. then you as a jury have to decide which expert you believe. Yeah. And these lawyers have to dismantle what these experts are saying mm-hmm. in, a, in a career or a field that they don't know about. Yeah. Which is so fucking difficult. And what I was seeing is that the prosecution was way more prepared than the defense was because they didn't have much ground to stand on. The defense had to play their own video of their defendant murdering George Floyd as their defense. Like, yo, we're watching him murder him. How is this your defense? Like, they had nothing. Like, in in, in the final closing arguments, it was just, look at the video. Yeah, That's really what the main hitter was. Like, look at the video. What more do you need to see? And they were trying to share the angry black man case um, with a witness like, were you angry? And were you angry? And were you angry? I saw that clip. That was yeah. fucked up. And all these cases that came down to it. And it was basically George Floyd came in drunk or whatever. Hi, who knows? I don't like all that stuff was part of the case. Mm. But he had a fake 20, right? And the guy, the cashier was like, this is fake, bro. Like straight up the ink's bleeding. Mm-hmm. Like, and here's part of the law that I learned at my store. You have to call the authorities. You have to call the 
the police. Yeah. Say, here's a fake note. And he said, yeah, I got to keep this. And he was like, no. And he's like, I have to call the cops. And he was like, and they had their argument. Mm -hmm. The guy did what he had to do. I read about his like immense guilt. Yeah, he felt terrible. I, I saw him. He was being asked questions and you, you could look at how uncomfortable he was yeah. because he feels like none of this would have happened if he just didn't make the phone call. But the the thing is for us too, it's like if we want to be a part of this society and the fact that we pay our taxes, a lot of them as a business owner, right? Like I have to call. Yeah. Cops. It's against, because I'm in trouble if I keep that shit and put it on display or some shit, you know, yeah. even you have to turn it in. So what I learned too, as I was seeing this, at my store, there's an airport, right? Um, and it's where they skydive, they do racing, and it's just a domestic airport, and they film shit sometimes there. Where there was this film production, and they had a suitcase full of fake $50 bills. A suitcase full of them, right? And it got stolen off set, and it got spread around town, this small little town. I saw that fucking 50 Every other week. You saw my story sometimes, oh, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I'd get these fucking fake 50s all the goddamn time, right? I'd had old men just like, yeah, I just sold a car and had all these fake fucking 50s. I'd be like, oh, you got caught, man. Oh my God. I was like, sir, I have to keep this. I have to. And he understood, right? Mm -hmm. He fucking understood. Every now and then someone comes in, I'm like, this is fake, dude. I feel it. I see it all the time. I tell them the story about the case being stolen. Yeah. These are counterfeit. I have to report it. And they're sometimes they get pissed. Give it back. Give it to me or whatever. And I'm like, no, whatever. You know, you and, can't give it back. Yeah, and you I always call it. them. Sheriff, some rep comes, picks it up. Yeah. Have to give it like to the federal government. Yeah. Guess what? No one fucking died. No one got fucking choked out. Mm -hmm. Nothing. Nothing. They came and picked up the fucking money and it was over. They didn't go search for the man, cause trouble for whoever. They said, who gave it to me? Even when they asked, they say, who gave it to you? It was just like, I don't know, man. People come in and out. And they, yeah. they take it and it's not a problem. This, this George Floyd dying is just one of those things. I see it happens. It's I, I don't know how it came to, but it was just that bit part being choked out and That's dying. That's true. You know, I never thought it. about that because when we had the, the fake bills that came in, right? My parents didn't know that they had to call the cops, mm. right? Or most of the time what would happen is that we would take the money and they would just jet. Because <laughs> <So, laughs> yeah. they knew yeah. what was up. Oh, and yeah. they would jet. I hate know? when that happens. I'm like, fuck. It's like, yeah, and they would jet and it just is what it is, right? But that was, this is the interesting part. Like When I was watching what the defendants were saying and they had like an expert there, which I heard he was kind of shady too, or not heard, I, I was reading that he is being sued for another case. You know what? I'm not going to even mention that part. You guys have to go read it yourself because I don't want to put out some misinformation. Yeah. But the there was like a, a pulmonologist, I believe, I, I believe it's called. But either way, uh, they were saying that one of the reasons why he asphyxiated or he uh, he died from being choked out or whatever was uh -huh. because it could have possibly also been a contributing factor of the carbon monoxide from the exhaust. <laughs> from the cars but they did a blood test on him and they checked they did like a hemoglobin test yeah. and they said that from the oxygen levels within his blood that the amount of carbon monoxide that he had in his system was about two percent right? right and two percent is within normal range of what everybody has in their system which is from zero to right? three yeah and he, the uh, the defendant was saying like it could have been up to 17 percent. they're like do you have documentation that he goes no <laughs> Then what the fuck are you talking about, guy? Yeah. What are you talking about? You're saying, it po yeah, it possibly could be anything. And this is where I started to realize, I was like, the prosecution came to kill. Yeah. And they brought their own experts and they weren't ready. There was also another expert that they brought in talking about how the, the use of force that he had um, could have been dangerous and could have killed anybody, no matter what type of like... Uh, drugs that were in anybody's system if mm -hmm. it was just a regular human being a person could have died like that and they're also talking about how um when they brought in a, a, a an expert witness for the defendant side it was a cop who does cop training yeah. he was kind of saying how in that type of situation that cops have to use excessive force because you don't know what a guy will do and you don't know what's in these cop situations and they have to handle it very differently however if you look at the footage He's not moving mm. and he has a knee on his neck and his hands in his fucking pocket. So that doesn't, it already doesn't make sense. So 
obviously this guy Derek Chauvin is not trying to go to jail for life. Yeah. But the evidence is so damning. And I was surprised that they even had anything to say at this point because it was so blatantly obvious that he killed this guy. Yeah. And I'm not saying this from this is not from like a racial standpoint, right? Yeah. I'm saying as this from a civilian to see a cop do that to a civilian blows my fucking mind. Where you hear this guy screaming for his life, he's saying, and yeah, if he's hopped up on drugs and stuff like that, maybe they have seen situations like this before, but he wasn't struggling. No. You literally had your knee on the back of his fucking neck and you choked him to death and you stood there with your hands in your pocket like it was absolutely nothing. And people, I don't understand what the argument is in the public eye of how this is justified. This goes about one of the most important parts being that he apparently was a training officer. He trained young rookies, apparently. Which is crazy. Which is crazy. And going to even the other, the, the taser gun mishap, she was apparently a fucking train, trainer too. That's right. So there was another case um, not too long ago, and this is what I'm talking about, how the world has been a shit show, yeah. is with uh, Dante Wright. So Dante Wright was a young mm-hmm. man. He was being pulled over. I believe it was he either had a warrant for for his arrest or something. He had an, a warrant, or there was he got pulled over for expired licenses or something. Yeah. Um, and he was being arrested or whatever, and the kid tried to jet for it or go into his car or run away, and that led to this lady cop who was saying that she was, "I'm going to tase you, I'm going to tase you," but she pulls out her gun and shoots this kid. Right. Terrible, terrible, horrific accident. And what a lot of people are saying on the defense of the cop, and this is the part that confuses me a bit, where I understand what you're saying, but I'm saying it doesn't make sense. It's where the defense is, you don't know what it's like to be a cop, and when you're under stress and mistakes can happen. Okay, here's the thing. Yeah, You're 100% right. I don't know what it's like to be a cop. You know why? Because I'm not a fucking cop. Mm. And cops should be held to a higher standard. Yeah. A way higher standard. So what are we really arguing about here? Are we are we saying that it's okay that this kid died because a cop made such a fatal and stupid mistake? You should still be in the you should still be in the mindset of the tragedy that happened versus thinking, well, hey, this kid shouldn't have tried to make a run for it. Whether he was trying to make a run for it or not, if we just go boil it down, should that kid have lost his life? No. He shouldn't have. She knows she made a mistake. It's a quote unquote on mistake. her with that badge. It's on her. It's on her. Like that's what that badge is about. Yeah. And they're talking about it as it's, as if it's unfair that we hold cops to a higher degree of standard. It is supposed to be like yeah. that. You are there to protect and serve. There's a relationship issue that we have with our police force right now. Even somebody like me who doesn't do anything wrong, right? When a cop rolls by, why the fuck is it that I get nervous and I don't feel relief when I see a cop roll by? Yeah. And I'm not doing anything. Yeah. You know? I think there is this weird weird thing where, yeah, we can keep saying you don't know what it's like. But I'll, I'll tell you this story. When I was in uh, on my way back from Riverside to uh, to Sacramento... I got into this huge car accident because my buddy, uh, his name is Scott. Mm. Scott, I love you to death, but you're fucking stupid. <laughs> this guy fucking decided that he wanted to drive us back home all the way. He believed in his driving skills. Scott is by far, if you want to talk about uh, the, uh, like the, the racial stereotype that Asian people can't drive, he's it. <laughs> he's, he's literally it. This guy was narcoleptic as fuck, but he believed that he could make this drive from 12 a.m. all the way till 5 a.m. in the morning, all the way back to Sacramento, right? So he's driving. I I knock out. I look at him. He looks like he's tired as fuck. And I'm like, Scott, pull over. Just let me drive. He goes, no, no, no. I got it. I got it. I got it. I'm like, Scott, just pull over. Let me drive. He goes, no, I'm good. I'm like, cool. I'm looking forward. And I look to the left. And this fool has his hands on the steering wheel. And he's like this. Oh, my God. Knocked out. And so... I'm like, I grab the wheel because obviously he's kind of leaning back. And forth. I yeah. grab the wheel. I'm like, Scott, wake up. He goes, oh, and then he turns the wheel hard right. We're on the far left side of the freeway. Oh, my and God. And we spin out and we somehow miss all the cars and we fucking fly into the ditch. I get whiplash, whatever. God. So highway patrolman comes by to pick us up to see what's happening. Checks in on us. This is by far one of the nicest highway patrolman i've ever met in my fucking life <laughs> yeah he's like hey kids he's like are you guys okay i'm like yeah we're good i'm talking up to we're joking around having a good time he goes i'm actually retiring in like a week you know <laughs> you know he goes but 
you know, I'm glad you guys are okay. And I just, you know, we're chopping it up. It's like 5, 6 a.m. in the morning. And I started asking him questions. Yeah. This is a true fucking story, by the way. Okay. This guy was showing me everything. He goes, yeah. Like he, goes, he goes, you guys want something really cool? But Scott wasn't having it. You know, he was freaking out because he just destroyed his parents' car. Yeah. But I'm like, fuck it. I'm here. And he goes, do you guys want to see something cool? I was like, what's up? He pops open the trunk and he shows us all the tactical guns that he has in the back. Oh, he goes, we man. actually had this in the car with us. I'm like, dude, this is nuts. Like shotguns and whatever. Duh. And I'm scared of guns and stuff too. <laughs> and so he shows me, he's, he doesn't let me hold his gun, but he shows me the taser that he has. And he has the yellow taser. Yeah. And he let me hold it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he let me hold it. I was like, well, I was like, can I? Can I hold that? He goes, yeah, sure. Why not? He goes, just don't shoot or anything. I'm yeah. like, what is this? And so I actually found out how um, taser guns work from that uh, highway patrolman. Okay. And this is what I'm remember- remembering from when I was like 19 years old. So I could be wrong. Yeah. But I was asking him about how uh, taser guns shoot and like how long are you supposed to hold it? And he goes, well, we don't actually hold it. When it releases into somebody and the prongs shoot out and it tases them. It releases for a certain amount of time, and we don't control that. Yeah. So it goes whatever five seconds, ten seconds. Oh, and so that's why they're like, okay, stop, and they're like, they can't. Just, it's, they can't. it's already in yeah. them, and it's going to go for that long. Right. Um. But he let me hold the thing, right? And by the way, the weight of a taser is way different. Is it lighter than a fuck? It's way lighter. Yeah. It's And by the way, her it's taser plastic? was black. It's plastic. Yeah. Well, it's got to be a Russell shock yourself. Right? Exactly. It's, 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 it's fucking plastic. And, yeah. and a gun is made out of fucking American steel. Yeah. So yeah. it's substantially different. Now, I'm not saying that under duress that I'm going to be perfect with this, right? Let's yeah. say I was a cop. I understand that. But as a cop, when you are holding a lethal fucking weapon, right? And by the way, this officer, she was she's not a rookie. Yeah. She was in service for like 20 years, a very fucking long time. Something like a police union rep or some shit yeah. too. She I has know, been right. in the police force for a very long time. So when we talk about a standard that we expect out of uh, a civil servant such as a cop, and she's been in the force for 20 years, you're fucking damn right. I expect her to know the fucking difference between her taser and her fucking gun. If it was a rookie... Still unacceptable to me, but I would understand it a little more. This podcast is brought to you by Purple, my friends. Have you been sleeping uncomfortably your whole life? Have you been sleeping on a bed of rocks, straw, and shame? That's you, my friends, because you haven't slept on a Purple mattress. Purple mattress is, my friends, are backed by science. I'm talking about this bed keeps you cool. It keeps you supported like your parents should have. It helps with your backs, your hips. Whether you're a side sleeper or a back sleeper, it doesn't matter. Do you remember the days when you had to go visit your friends or family? Or if you went to a hotel and that crappy bed done destroyed your back and it blew out that back in a bad way. Listen, with my purple mattress, I got to tell you something. I was surprised how I could sleep in whatever position and your boy was sleeping like a baby puppy. A big old baby bulldog Korean big, big puppy. I loved it. Well, check it out purple really is comfort for an uncomfortable world right now and you'll get 10% off any order of $200 or more go to purple.com slash gb10 and use promo code gb10 that's purple.com slash gb10 promo code gb10 for 10% off any order of $200 or more purple.com slash gb10 promo code gb10 terms apply and there was a clip of this other cop too where he was talking about he was kind of talking shit about the cop it was another cop. He goes, that's fucking dumb. You don't know the difference between your taser and your fucking gun. I see, I saw that one too. Right. Like Instagram live or some shit. And yeah. it's a cop saying Facebook that. live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, that's dude. Okay. Even what's his name? Pat Robinson, 700 club. <laughs> he had a fucking gun and a taser. And this, this fucking decrepit old man is like, Someone's got to do something. This, I did not tell the difference between these two. 700 Club yeah. evangelist, hard right wing police mm-hmm. supporter was even saying, what's going on? All these young black men are being killed. Even he is getting woke now. Yeah. <laughs> even like, what the fuck is going on? Because if you're a gun activist and you see that, you should be ashamed of her. Like you no. can't, you don't know the simple protocols for safety for a firearm. You can't tell the weight of a gun versus a taser. That should be alarming and shocking that a police officer didn't know that. And in that case, too, whether or not she did it on purpose or not, in my hearts of heart, I want to say she didn't do it on purpose. Mm. I'm still pissed at the fact that this police officer who has been in service for two decades couldn't tell the difference between her taser and her fucking gun. And the only thing people want to focus on is 
they're def- uh, the defense oh, you're for a the murderer. Co- like, yeah, things right up. The the only defense is this: is that oh, you're not a cop. You don't know what they go through. Mm-hmm. You're damn straight. You are a hundred percent right. I'm not a fucking yeah. cop, so I shouldn't be held to that standard. They should. Yeah. Right. This is a. It's just such a stupid argument. Like I don't understand. I I mean, from all the accounts, like with police being, you know, in in that kind of service for long periods of time, like we have our uh, uh, army veterans. Mm-hmm. who are trained you know like why is it so hard for our police to be trained like i think one of the the most fucked up things i see is a fat cop i yeah. don't understand that and i can't understand that it's like you're so that's even that kind of standard like we hey man we expect you to chase after someone yeah. we expect you to know combat at yeah. least you know instead you're seeing like straight power like being put and, over people. And I've never agreed with the statement of, you know, defund the the police department and stuff. Mm. I believe whatever funding that they have, it just needs to be allocated correctly, whether it's in psychiatric evaluations, therapy, something. There's something off here, right? And there isn't any change about it. Mm. And, you know, the, the sad thing about it is, is that when there's one bad cop, those mistakes will always overshadow all the great deeds that great cops do. Yeah. That's the reality of the situation. And that's why we see cops on social media have to be like, speak out, right? Yeah. And then th- those, it's important for those to go viral too. We have to trust them still. Like the whole ACAB movement, you know, the all cops are bastards. Like, yeah. Ridiculous. It's guys. fucking dumb. Come on, guys. Like, uh, whether I know you don't like them or whatever as an organization and or even their horrid history and all these things the way the society works and where we are today, we need the police. Yeah. You know, I mean, look at fucking Portland. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> like we were saying, like it's the just left, left, everything just, they're so, f- they're, they're doing well out there in Portland too, by the way, I get pissed off about Portland being yeah. from Seattle. I mean, there's like sports rivalries, uh-huh. but every time I've been there, I've never had a good time. <laughs> like, let's just say that. Portland like, to me is a boring Seattle. Yeah, with like fake fucking food, especially. Mm. But okay, so I was taking a road trip through Portland and um, the protests were happening. This was June 2020, right? And we had, um, Dan has these one wheels, right? The single unicycle skateboard thing. And I'm learning how to ride it or whatever. And I'm going down the street of Portland and the protests are happening, right? And we're just going back to our car and we're going to go back to LA. And this white lady with this designer purse and a coffee in her hand is drinking this coffee. And I'm, I'm riding by her. And as I'm coming, she <laughs> spits her fucking coffee in my direction. And I fucking stop and I look at her and she goes, the revolution is that way, bitch. And cops street walks towards a protest. You fucking Karen motherfucker. What you, the hell? That, like liberals have Karens too, man. That's hilarious. This fucking white bitch, like, I'm sorry, not white bitch. Let's not make it like that. Like, yeah. This privileged white lady with nice clothes and all this drinking of a fucking nice, you know, warm coffee in this day and age doesn't like the, the way society is. fucking revolution is yeah, that and way. wants a revolution. Like, against a guy just going to an opposite direction, like, as if I'm not for this stuff or whatever. Like, hey, I have hilarious. a road trip to get on, you know? Did you see that clip of the lady in, uh, she was getting kicked out of a Nordstrom rack or a Nordstrom because she wouldn't wear a mask? So this lady, uh, she wouldn't wear a mask and then she goes on to this whole diatribe in front of these two cops about this is fucking America. Her name is Kara, by the Cara. way, <laughs> okay. which is another derivation of Karen. So crazy Kara over here. She goes, I, I am an American. I don't like it that you're stripping our fucking rights, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, listen, lady, you're not getting arrested because you won't wear a mask. You're, you, this is private property. You chose not to do it. And then you shoved an employee. Yeah, so you, atta- you assaulted somebody. Now you're trespassing. So now you're yeah. going to get arrested. But she's trying to make it this political statement <laughs> about what this country was happening in this country. They're being forced to wear masks, whatever. You fucking assaulted a fucking employee in the store, you dumb bitch. What are you talking about? Yeah. And so she's like, you people don't know anything about America. Well, I do know in America, you can't just assault somebody and get away with yeah. it. And then she gets, she's about to uh, recite something by the CDC. She goes, the CDC, they're like, we had enough of this. And they start arresting. <laughs> she goes, oh my God. 
How can you? How is this happening? Yeah. Why is this happening to me? Exactly. And like that, that always happens. I see this in the videos. Like, why is this happening? Because you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. She goes. Oh. Don't you know I'm not black? Like, yeah. like, oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> she might as well just say that. You like even the people bitch. getting arrested at the fucking airport, mm-hmm. right? For the riots. They're 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 in DC and the cops are arresting these people on airplanes like, who why? are at the riots. Yeah, they're like, What? You're treating me like a black man. Yeah. <laughs> like, they said that shit. <laughs> like, oh my God, you're it, so it, fucking it, That's the crazy thing, right? Like we we are trying our best. You know, during that time, and I'm so glad Donald Trump isn't present because we haven't heard about this guy in yeah. so long. It's very refreshing, but it's very odd or how coincidental that these people who stormed the Capitol who are so pro-Trump would say such a ridiculous statement as, why are you arresting me? You're treating me like I'm black. Yeah. You know? Like, oh, so you do see the world this way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, why are you treating me like a black person? Oh, so you see that there is a yeah. difference. You there there are some people like that. But what are we seeing is their entitlement mm-hmm. that I'm supposed to be treated better. Like, hey, I'm white. Why is this happening? <laughs> there was, I mean, to bring up something else too, we were talking about it where and there was a, a lieutenant in the military. I believe he was, a, he's like a part of the med side, mm. but- he was the lieutenant who got pepper sprayed by the cops, right? Mm-hmm. Now, this clip is very, very weird. Um, I, I was watching it, and I just couldn't wrap my head around it, right? Number one, definitely this cop was on a fucking power trip. Like, I'll, I'll be honest. I saw, like, the first few seconds, and I had to turn it off. And I just read just, yeah, what they did. Yeah. It was so weird because <laughs> at first I started cracking up because this cop was on such a power trip he didn't even know what the fuck he was saying. Put your hands outside the window, un- unlock the car, and then undo your seatbelt. <laughs> How? How? How do you put your hands outside the window, undo your seatbelt, and unlock the car? How? Made no sense on a power trip, right? Yeah. And so basically what happened was for about a mile and a quarter, I believe, this guy wasn't pulling over because it was a very, very dark road. Don't think it's a smart idea to get pulled over by a cop if you're a black man. Yeah. And there's no fucking light. Might as well. So he pulled over at a gas station and he was asking the cop what is going on, officer, so what is going on. Um, and he had his registration on the windshield that wasn't in the back. There was a whole confusion thing that was going on, right? Screaming. And then what the officer was telling him after everything was, this is on the body cam footage. He goes, Want, he goes, you need to empathize with me. I asked you to pull over. It was a mile to a mile and a half. You weren't fucking pulling over. I'm scared that you might have a gun. Do you understand? He goes, yeah, I get that. I understand. But the damning part about that was this. It was, he started talking to him and saying, hey, you don't want to report this to like your commander or anything else because you know what? There's going to be a lot of trouble for you, me and you. So he knows he fucked up. Yeah. So he's basically trying to plead to him like, hey, don't tell anybody about this. We'll just keep this between me and you because of how terrible he looks, because how terrible the situation is. Yeah. So if you guys haven't seen this video, basically what happens is he's, he basically, the, the cop, has a power trip, and this is my opinion, and he's threatening to tase this guy, right? And he says to him, he goes, what seems to be the problem? What is going on? He goes, I'll tell you what's going on. You're about to ride. It's like you're about to ride the electric wave or something. Like what? he was Thor. <laughs> right? Was All like, right. You know, start saying this weird, corny-ass fucking, fucking line. Arnold one-liner or some shit. Yeah, and he has a rookie with him, too, and the rookie sounds nervous. Like, get out the car, screaming at the top of his fucking lungs. His hands are outside the vehicle, by the way. Right? So he's clearly not a threat. He's in military stuff like that. He's talking to him super calm, comes up to him, pepper sprays the guy. And the guy just takes it like a G. <sighs> yeah. Right? I mean, they have that's part of their training, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Takes it like a G. He goes, oh, my God. He's just kind of just talking through it. I'm like, whoa. Wow. What the fuck? If, I, if somebody pepper sprayed me, yeah. I'm screaming at the top of my lungs. Ah, yeah. Stop it. <laughs> stop it. Why is this happening to me? Yeah. Stop it, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like and that body uh, cam footage is going to be spread all over the yeah, internet. I'm me like, ah. <laughs> David So is a pussy. <laughs> That's exactly what I would do too. Yeah, I was like, you know what? How about I don't sue you and you just never release that yeah. footage. And we'll call it fucking even, guy. Dude, you just fucking took it. And it's just. He's just reasoning with him, telling him like, hey, we don't need to tell anybody about this, right? There was later footage that I think I feel like the the police force was trying to basically disparage this lieutenant's uh, reputation because there was another situation where he got pulled over 
for driving like 19 or 20 miles over the speed limit. Uh-huh. And he was also pulled over for the same reason for his car. And he also didn't pull over for like a half a mile or a mile or something. Okay, so then let's talk about this. Military people who kind of rock their military privilege. Is that a case of this? Maybe. Like somebody who really just reaps the benefits of wearing the uniform? Like I, I, I'm in the military. I should be respected as such. It could be. I see that behavior in military wives. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's that's a job the, description. Yeah. Being a My military husband wife. is in the military. Yeah. <laughs> Are you, bitch? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck does it have to do with you? I've seen some shit on Reddit where like someone applied for a job and on their resume was military wife. <laughs> oh, my God. That's your fucking resume? Yeah. Shut the fuck like up, Like, that's dude. their job. Like, but, you know, it's just that whole... Like, I'm not saying that this is what this guy did, right? But mm-hmm. the way that guy was treated was fucking disgusting. Yeah, it right? still wasn't. Once again, mm-hmm. I don't know what it's like to be a cop. And, you know, this is this is where the argument will happen with everybody is because he drove for a mile and a quarter without pulling over, which yeah. in his mind, I believe... You know, as a black male in this country and it's a dark road, he wants to be in a well-lit area. I completely get that. And I also do understand just a little bit about the cop who's nervous about that situation. Problem is, is how he fucking handled it was Mm. nuts to me. Yeah. It was nuts. You're about to ride the electric wave, son. Or it's like you wrote that 20 years ago and this was a time this is a chance (laughs) this is my chance and he thought it was so fucking cool pepper sprays this guy he starts giving him a lecture and then he ends it with hey but we don't need to tell anybody yeah because you know you fucked up like you know you fucked up but now he's suing the police department yeah like what do we say about that type of stuff you know i mean there were times when like the police helped me a lot like because of all the bullshit that happened in my store they Mm -hmm. pulled up um, I told you about that sheriff who would play my videos of people like yeah. acting like fools at my store for them. Um, but man, there was one point that where it happened where it gets hard to trust them. So, um, this one fucking bitch came with a Hummer H two, right? And I wasn't there. Every time I'm not there, some shit happens too with my mom, and that's when I just get fucking every two but like uh, my sh- mom showed me the video clip they pump gas right they pump gas and our machines are super old they're antiques the old types where you have to pay up front and you say you're gonna get this much. oh wow yeah this was when gas was like 50 cents a gallon though mm-hmm. you know and that honor system those tanks would just go fucking slow um they're antiques these people paid 15 dollars no five dollars and put in 15 you know, in a Hummer. And then their proof was when they turn it on, the needle didn't go up. Mm-hmm. You're driving a fucking Hummer. Yeah. <laughs> $15 worth of gas will not move the fucking needle. Yeah. You know, not only that in trucks, especially Americans, you have it's to like, do drive you... it and then the needle moves up slowly. Yeah. Like. And it's like, also too, do you realize that fucking your Hummer, it's it's literally, it's it's like what, 10 miles per gallon? Yeah. 11 miles per gallon? Yeah. On a good day? Exactly. <laughs> And so this bitch and all of her friends who are all there too, they'd start berating my mom. I'm watching this on camera and I'm fucking pissed that I'm not there. This is one of those complexes I had with why I work so goddamn much. Yeah. I had to be there so no, some motherfucker wouldn't do that to her. And so like, I see this video, I see all this shit go down and my mom told me the cops came, the cops looked at the video and said, your machine's broken. I was, And they just left my mom. And didn't help her. They're just like, yeah, your machine's broken. They didn't what get the gas. We Look at the fucking video. Look at our machine that says $15. Yeah. You know? And that that cop just, just like wasn't going to help my mom. She, My mom told me everything that happened. Show me the video. I see these fucking bitches put gas in their armor. And I do my research. And I found out that this bitch, her uncle, owns the gas station down the road. Right? Wow. And I'm first thought is steal his fucking gas, you dumb fucking cunt. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And the other one was like, I'm going there. So I went. I went to that store. I was like, where's the, the owner of this store? Who is, you know? Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, he's not here. We're just employees. And I said, well, his fucking niece just stole gas. I own that gas station down there. Yeah. You let him know that's what happened. He's like, oh, I'll call him. Mm-hmm. And I did more research on this guy, like, too, beforehand. He, he became one of the heads of the city council 
because nobody votes. He wow. just was a shoe in. That's you know? hilarious. And so the cops, Knew when that. they found out, she said, my uncle is yeah. your boss. They fucking let her go. And when I called this fucking guy and I showed up to his store to confront him and he wasn't there and I'm like talking to him now on the phone. I'm like, your, your niece stole fucking gas. I don't know, maybe she's still your gas or whatever. And he goes, that's not, that's not me. That's not my problem. Oh, wow, what a great civil servant, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> that's your crazy. Your niece stole fucking gas. Yeah. And then I, I called the sergeant. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sheriff's department, the city police, and I called the prosecutor's office, the people who helped me when I, you know, had mm-hmm. to testify for my self-defense with that motherfucker. Yeah. And they wouldn't help me. That's when I kind of, that was the last year I was there and I started losing my mind. Like, oh my yeah. God, not even the police will help me. I mean, though. isn't that how everything works though? You know somebody that knows somebody and they're not going to do shit. Yeah. That's how everything is. Everything is so fucking corrupt, right? I mean, we talk about all these like police force issues and, you know, I, I think the the weird part of that situation too is I think America is very good at pretending that they're patriotic when they're not. We <laughs> are very good at pretending as if we care about this country as right. much as we do. But there's a lot of people who say it, but they don't believe it. Or care about each other and then other Americans. Exactly. Because the idea of what it is to be American is so different from person to person in the country. We have no real nationalism here. Yeah. Like there, it just doesn't exist. Um, or it does exist, but everybody's definition of what it is to be a true or good American, it's it's very, very different from every state, every city, every county. Every party. <laughs> every part. It's yeah. so fucking weird in this country, right? And so... Because well, we, I keep hearing over and over, respect your military, respect your military, right? Mm. Uh, they, they're dying for us out here. Well, you see this guy who's a lieutenant and by this police officer gets treated like trash. Yeah. And still the conversation isn't, how could you do this to somebody who is serving our country? It's, well, why didn't he get out the car? He deserved it. And it's like, your people's patriotism doesn't mean shit in this country. Mm-mm. It doesn't. They only use it for when it benefits them. For example, I am a military wife. Fuck you. Like, fuck you. Yeah. I am the son of a pastor. (laughs) I am the gateway to heaven. How fucking dare you speak to me like this? Yeah, like that would be just equally as like ridiculous. People carry this nationalism and they're so proud of what this country has done, right? But what the fuck have you done? Yeah. (laughs) You. Yeah. You know, that kind of shit. That's the most nationalist people I've ever met. It's people who actually haven't done anything, but they like fucking masturbate to the military and the flag and all this shit. But they're just, they don't do shit with their lives. And also too, I don't understand why it's so hard for people to believe that just because somebody has done military service or just because somebody's in the police force that they're angels they're fucking angels yeah, is it, guardians it's just so hard to believe yeah. that some of these people are sick fucks and weirdos and not even some a lot of them are fucking assholes yeah it's like it's like do you believe that everybody that goes to a university is a smart human being <laughs> well when i ever i meet like a dorky fucking cop or like that bully dweebish cop i just think about oh, man i went to high school with you yeah you fucking wannabe and yeah you like loser poser like hardcore just they're waiting for somebody eat. to they're waiting for that moment where they get to express have authority, have yeah, power, and they get drunk with that shit, dude. Yeah. I, dude, obviously, I'm not going to say names, but I know people who have. They're not my friends, but they're friends of friends who I've met who are in the police force, and you could tell who these motherfuckers were. Mm. You were that short, dweeby, annoying little fuck that was weird that had no friends. Napoleonic content, yeah, complex, exactly. Yeah. And now you're in this power, and now you just strut like you're the shit. Yeah. And it's highly apparent when you see it. <laughs> like um, Chris O had invited me out to K-Town to eat dinner with his friends. Like, um, was that Tobang? Mm-hmm. Right? And I'm like 27 and they're all in their mid-30s. So they're like older young types. Well, one of them is a cop. The whole dinner, and he was only there for like 30 minutes. He was just fucking angry at liberals <laughs> and angry at Democrats and he's a cop downtown and all this stuff and just shitting on like black people and even his wife was just like kind of like oh, this shut the fuck we up. haven't even had our food yet 
Yeah. <laughs> and then to a point, he was just like, he got up and left. I think he was just upset with himself. <laughs> he got embarrassed. It was weird. Yeah. yeah. It's like, uh, yeah. Okay, dude. <laughs> dude, there are some people too who, who, let me tell you this, man. I was at a, at a wedding and there's this dude, Napoleonic complex as fuck, right? And he's, he's actually married to one of my friends and... I don't really know this guy, yeah. right? I just know that they got when I when I left to LA, uh, they weren't dating yet, but they started dating after I left, and I came back and I met him a couple of times, and he seems like a really nice guy. But he's one of those guys that just short dude that thinks he's a really tough dude. And mm. let me tell you something: I grew up around some tough fucking dudes. This guy is not a tough guy. He just yeah. acts like he is, or maybe he knows a couple of people who used to be thugs or whatever, sure. right? Let me tell you how awkward this guy is. So we're at this wedding, we're having a conversation, and. Uh, this is during the time Chick-fil-A either donated money to the Trump administration or they said that they don't believe in gay marriage. Yeah, right, right. Right. And so all of us were talking about like, oh, yeah, like I forgot the conversation came up about fast food. Right. <laughs> and then we were talking about shit that we like. And the other was, of course, in and out. And somebody mentioned Chick-fil-A. And we're like, oh, yeah, Chick-fil-A's sauce is fire. Yeah. Well, out of nowhere suddenly goes, man, fuck Chick-fil-A, dude. <laughs> At a wedding. Well, everybody's having a good time. Yeah. And he goes, fuck Chick-fil-A, man. They don't believe in gay rights. Fuck them. And if you fucking eat Chick-fil-A, fuck y'all too. <laughs> at, a, at a wedding table. What the fuck are you thinking? What? <laughs> and he's looking at me dead in the eye as he's saying this. Obviously, he's saying to other people too, but I was the one saying that chick fil While we're at it, fuck Jack in a box. Yeah. <laughs> What is his moral stand that you're taking against fast food right now? All right? He's trying to be like this super woke, cool guy. And I look. Burgers aren't even that good. Yeah. And I'm getting irritated, right? And my best friend looks at me, right? And he's just like, uh-oh, David's getting mad. Yeah. You know? Be- not because he said fuck Chick-fil-A, but because of how stupid he was you're being. fucking lack of nunchi. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he's just like, and my brother goes, hey, don't say anything. And I just looked at him and I was like. I looked at him. I was like, "Dude, you're so fucking stupid. Like nobody <laughs> fucking cares. It's a it's a chicken burger, bro." <laughs> I was like, "We're just we're going to." I was like, "Dude, there's so many things that's more morally corrupt with the shit that you're wearing right now. If you're not going to yeah. take a stand for that, this is a very odd thing for you to take a stand about this right now." Yeah. Right. People are going to eat the sandwiches. If whether you're gay or straight or not, you can still eat the fucking sandwiches. Whether you choose to support it, you can support it or not. I don't support their views, but I love their chicken sandwiches. Dude, the first time I saw something like that, that was yo, that was probably like. 2012 2013 right it was a while, it back, was a while yeah. back yeah because same time uh we had this big music video shoot for jason chen mm-hmm. and this other tiffany something and um for uh catering we we got a shit ton of chick-fil-a you know and then she posted a picture you know break eating chick-fil-a and she got so much hate comments because of that very thing oh really and i just saw her because i'm directing this video i saw her like about to cry sitting there scrolling through her phone i'm like are you okay she goes everyone's mad at me for eating chick-fil-a and i was like <laughs> what <laughs> just f- just can you turn off your phone yeah so uh we have to shoot this video <laughs> she was on the verge of tears because she couldn't handle the Chick-fil-A yeah. beef. The Chick-fil-A be- yeah, beef. The beef. Chicken. That's so fucking funny, dude. Oh, what is shit. that? I just oh like Chick-fil-A. <laughs> there, was a, there was a girl like on um, JK News. She's I think she's Chinese, but she's like a K-pop star. Okay. And she was making commentary. So number one, she I think she's international. So she travels mm-hmm. from here to China a lot, yeah. right? And so with all that being said, she also grew up in like Arcadia or Diamond Bar. I believe it was Diamond Bar in that area, which is predominantly Korean and Chinese. Yeah. There is basically no other ethnicity or race out there. If you go to those high schools, Indian, Chinese, maybe some Japanese, Korean, Taiwanese, that's it. So when it was a, it was either a video, it was something about, it was a video about police brutality. I forgot where it happened. It could have been a subway or whatever, whatnot. And basically her commentary was like, well, how come they didn't, she didn't, I don't understand like what's going on here. How come they didn't just listen to the cops or something? Yeah. Right. And so I think everybody on JK News kind of explained like the cultural nuance and what's going on in this country. Yeah. But she genuinely didn't know. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it was just cancel this girl. I think her name was Amber. Yeah. Okay. I do remember this event. Right. It was cancer her and all this shit. It was just literally, she doesn't 
No. She doesn't know. Yeah. And so it was it was a little disappointing, specifically a lot of JK News followers and fans. Not even fans. I would say that the, the negative people who want to take JK News down, they speak very fucking loud. Yeah. And they were just trashing this girl for asking a question who doesn't know about a lot of the cultures here. And you would be very, very fucking surprised to know that just because people live in LA, and I've said this multiple times, LA has a lot of cultures and languages. They are not very diverse though, mm. in terms of how they mingle together. Right. People are very separate here. People, there are people, we talked about this. There are people in K-Town mm. who are American <laughs> that don't speak any, yeah. any, <laughs> any <laughs> Korean, but they talk like this. Yes. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. So OMG. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, I was born in Koreatown. And then I talked to him. I was like, I was like, dude, look. he's like, you don't have to speak English. And yeah. they're like, I don't speak Korean. <laughs> Is they never leave K Town. Yeah. Never fucking leave. So they just speak the broken ass Konglish yeah. here, but they actually don't know how to speak Korean. And they don't know how to speak English very well. <laughs> Man without a fucking land. Wow. And so, you know, she's not like that. She speaks English very well. Yeah. But she grew up in a city where it's predominantly all Asian people. Yeah. And there may be a few black people here, a few white people here. That's the neighborhood she grew up in. And if she's, you know, traveling most of her life and she's living in China, she's not going to understand the the cultural plight or the the the, the black plight, the Asian American plight that people are facing mm-hmm. here. So when somebody who doesn't know asks a question, how come? The first thing you should say is, oh. She doesn't know because so that's why she's asking. Also, she said she's back and forth between China and grew up around like a predominantly Asian surrounding all around, right? Yeah. What is it? Authoritarian, mm. right? We fucking obey the authority. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, in, it's embedded in us through our culture to obey the mm-hmm. authority. And especially in China. We talked about this in Mulan. Yeah. It was just authoritarianism, authoritarianism, just hardcore. That's their values. And even in the family, right? And their government. And for her to say, why don't you just listen to the cops? Makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. It makes sense. It makes sense. But yeah, people jump down that poor girl's throat for asking a question that she didn't really know about. Yeah. If I, I think because they heard that she's, you know, she speaks perfect English, they're like, oh, yeah. you're American. How come you don't know these things? Well, we could say that the other way around. I could ask every person who didn't grow up around an Asian person, though K-pop is the biggest thing out here right now. Mm. You eat our fucking food. You know, the, your, the clothing that you wear has Japanese, the hip hop clothing has yeah. Japanese letters over everything. Yeah. And I guarantee you, you don't understand shit about Asian culture, whether it's Japanese, Korean, Chinese or whatever, right? Well, aren't you fucking American? No. Or don't you watch or look at the clothes you're fucking wearing? It's made in China and Japan and fucking Indonesia and everywhere else. How come you don't fucking know? That would be the same thing, yeah. right? You you don't know these things if you're not exposed to it. We, I think I said this last week, right? Yeah. Being angry at someone who doesn't know. Yeah, you know, just being like, we should stop being angry at stupid people mm-hmm. because they have the capacity to learn. Yeah, and if they're learning, why are you angry? Yeah, at a child, not child, but a person who's learns. Yeah, you know, like it, it's just doesn't. I don't know what it is. It could be a cancel culture kind of thing, like a one strike you're out. Like mm-hmm. not knowing off the bat is wrong. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like yeah, remember we we're saying too. There's people who just learned this stuff last week and they come back and now they're the fucking oh, yeah, authoritative figure on a subject they didn't know about a week ago. It's yeah. like you trash bag. Who the fuck do you think you are, man? Yeah, that fucking woke checking shit. Like I've gotten a few times because I'm talking with Dan about like our diet, our our habits and this and that. And he and I share our addictions, Yeah, <laughs> you know? And then we were talking about maybe we shouldn't get into this because of our addictive personalities. Mm-hmm. And someone who overheard us was in their chair, turned around mm-hmm. and was like, actually, you probably shouldn't say anything about your addictive personalities because then you're just, you know, avoiding and you're blame putting blame on da 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 instead of facing that. I'm just like- I want to look back. Is Who the fuck are you? Yeah. The fuck out of my conversation. Hey. Um, are you the one with a drug problem? Yeah. <laughs> like, do you know what it's like? Yeah. <laughs> Can you kind of see your way out of this conversation for a second? Dude, if somebody just interjected into my conversation, I would just been like, who the <laughs> fuck are you? We're yeah, just talking out our thoughts. I don't fucking know you, guy. Back the fuck out of my conversation. It's part of the fucking LA culture, especially in the art scene, specifically the liberal arts scene, 
but I'll I'll be in some like wine and music spot where people are showing like their art and curated this and that, right? And people huddle around Gary conversations, who's talking or whatever, and you have a glass of wine, right? And you know what they do? Yeah, so um, yeah, my dad abused me when I was little. He yelled and he hit me. And then the other person is like, yeah, um, my stepbrother touched me, and the the the, the and they're doing trauma Olympics, and they're seeing who has the most fucked up stories. What the fuck? And I'm like, I'm out of here. Yeah, <laughs> like, like I. What Pe- people ruin good things all the time. Yeah. It's like learn how to feel your emotions. It's like, well, guess what? I feel my emotions harder than you, motherfucker. <laughs> you know? It's like my dad my dad used to be me. That's great. My dad starved me till I was twelve. And yeah. I don't oh know. shit, that. Yeah. Like yeah. that. Like yeah. that kind of attitude. I'm sometimes just like, where am I? You know, who are these people? So next time I'm just gonna hop into that conversation, and start making shit up, dude. It's like <laughs> that's crazy because I lived in North Korea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I had to make it through barbed wire, and yeah. they shot at me. I had a you younger brother. I ate him. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what baby tastes like. Yeah, just me and Chris Evans. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, I really know. I really know. Yeah, I really know what's yeah. better for you guys. Shit. Well, guys, that wraps up this episode of the Jesus Break Podcast. <laughs> uh stay woke out there, people. Uh what are your thoughts below about the the Derek Chauvin case? What do you think about I'm so curious to see what people will think about kind of how to deal with the police situation, right? Because I will never ever say I don't need the cops. I think yeah. that there's a lot of great cops out there. And without them, I wouldn't feel safe. Yeah. But you know, I, I have an issue with people not being being not willing to express that when things do go bad, that it's just plain out wrong. Because mm. how are we going to fix it if we don't do it right? Right, and we have to talk through every single factor, yeah, all the factors before and still to say we don't know is because it is hard. It yeah. is difficult, and we accept that it's difficult. Yeah, yeah. Shout outs to Derek Chauvin for being. <laughs> For being in jail for the next yeah. 75 years. Guilty, motherfucker. Yeah, this fool was guilty. He was shocked, too. Did you uh, see his face? He was like, shit. oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening. I, I I believe it, buddy. Well, you guys can catch Ed at Ed Park VP, and his yeah. podcast is... Uh, Bible Study at Momo. And then you guys can see us every Thursday and Sundays on Genius Brain, and we'll see you all next time. Peace. Peace.